welcome to day number two of the uh, Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament, the 41st annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament, and it's the second round championship bracket, and it's between a battle of Indians. It is the Altamont Indians going off against the Johnson City uh, Indians. My name is Travis Sparks, and I will be flying solo here once again this evening in Cesar, and I'll be bringing in you and calling all the action here on the voice of Altamont Indians Athletics, 100.5, 105.5. Jack FM, where are both of these uh, teams and how did we get here? Well, uh, the uh, Indians of Altamont come in as the two seed, and they took care of business last night to improve to a 7-3 and three yesterday in the opening round. A, a very impressive effort for Altamont as uh, they had an 80-21 to 21 victory over a century yesterday. It was 28-7 to 7 after the first quarter, balanced scoring, everyone getting involved for Altamont and seven different players in the score column in the first quarter alone. Why, uh, Dylan Elam, uh, Wyatt Phillips, uh, Avery Yardhouse, Mason Robinson, Logan Cornett, Kenan Earhart, and Eric Coleman all in two of the scores column. And that last one was significant because Eric Coleman back in the lineup after missing a couple weeks of action and uh, slowly started to work him into the rotation to build up his stamina back up as we talked to the coach after the game. Not a lot of practice time in between that Casey game and uh, this tournament, beginning with the holidays and with the weather uh, causing some disruptions to that as well. So uh, Eric did get back into the game, and he scored a point on a free throw yesterday. And uh, how did Johnson City get here? Well, they come in at 6-4 and four overall on the season, and uh, they uh, beat Waltonville yesterday 75-62. to a 62. Johnson City 19-8 to eight lead after the first quarter, but Waltonville made it a game again. And it was a five-point game at halftime, 29-24. Then uh, Johnson City took care of business in uh, the uh, second half. A pair of 20-point scorers, though, for the Indians of Johnson City as Connor Mowry. He had four three-pointers, leaving the team with 26. And uh, they also have uh, a a senior name uh, by the name of Lace Hawksworth. He scored 23. And what's most impressive about him is that Mr. Hawksworth is a 6'8 senior. I've heard some. I saw one roster lists them at 6-7, one roster lists them at 6-8, so uh, you take the higher one, and he's every bit of it. He's got uh, almost dunking ability uh, there in that uh, layup line over there, so could we see a dunk today? Possibly. We'll have to see what is in store. I know Mason Robinson had a couple of breakaways and almost uh, dunked it himself, but obviously being a 6-8, 6-7, you're pretty close to the basket at that point, so we'll see if he can throw one down here today. And, uh, also, he was uh, impressive on the defensive end as well, using his long wingspan, reported 6'11 wingspan for uh, Mr. Hawksworth uh, there for the Indians of uh, Johnson City. Also, he was doing NBA street-style blocks with two hands, and we'll see how Altamont contends him and what defenders will throw at him. And guys, I think that's really what's going to come down to the key of this game is uh, what is the foul situation going to be like tonight? Are we going to have uh, Hexworth? Um, in a foul trouble, or is it going to go the other way against uh, kind of Earhart and also uh, uh, Caden Miller down there as well? Eric Coleman still uh, getting back in a two conditioning, and so I don't know how long he'll play as he only played a few minutes last uh, game, and we'll see if they try to work in more. But they're going to try to throw every uh, bit of defender at him to try to slow him down and try to contain him a little bit. There, uh, one thing that was very impressive in that first half. Uh, by Johnson City yesterday, uh, they were impressive, but 
Uh, one thing that could come back to haunt them potentially in, in this game was that they did turn over the ball quite a bit there. So we'll have to have them a little bit sharper if they want to pull off the seed upset here tonight against Altamont. And we'll just see what is in store for you today. And, of course, the winner of this contest will go to the uh, semifinals. And that game will, will be at 8 o'clock tomorrow. And it will take on the winner of the last game of the night tonight between uh, DuCoin and uh, New Athens. And uh, they will be doing a battle at 8 o'clock this evening. And the game before us, it was Waltonville advancing to the Constellation semifinals as they beat Century 74-35 to a 35 was the final. And uh, the loser of uh, this game between Altamont and uh, Johnson City, they'll slide in the fifth place bracket, and uh, they will take on the loser of that DeCoin and a New Athens contest tomorrow. As Altamont retakes the floor here, and we're almost all ready to go here today between Altamont and uh, Johnson City. Already had a busy day on our family of networks earlier on today here on Jack. We had the Altamont Lady Indians back in action at the Mattoon Holiday Tournament. They fell to Mattoon, and so they started off the Mattoon Holiday Tournament 0-1, and they're on the air very shortly over on 98-9 of the game. They'll be taking on a fellow Apollo Conference team, Mohamed Seymour, so we'll see what they do in the second game of the day. If I have any score updates to pass along, I certainly will do so. And uh, they got action uh, tomorrow as well. With all these holiday tournaments, kind of hard to uh, keep uh, days straight as uh, tomorrow. They're back in action. There are the Lady Indians up in Mattoon. They'll be taking on uh, Olney at 11.30 tomorrow. And that's going to be right here on Jack. And then uh, wherever and whenever they do play, either possibly 4 o'clock, 5.30. And uh, either way, uh, they'll most likely be on a WCRA We've had to uh, play, continuing to play limbo here at the holiday tournament schedule because the uh, Cumberland Pirates were also on our airwaves over on WCRA earlier this morning as they had a victory over Vandalia in the uh, 50th annual Vandalia holiday tournament. That's very significant because 50 is always a, a special anniversary to celebrate, and I know that every night they were doing a little uh, bit different ceremony. They were honoring uh, the all-tournament teams throughout the decades of each night, and I do know that Altamont, some former Altamont players were being honored there in the decades, of course. Altamont used to be a staple there at the Vandalia Holiday Tournament, and some of those players will be honored as we go along later on and throughout the week as well. So something cool that they're doing over there in the 50th Annual Vandalia Holiday Tournament. If you want to keep up with all of the scores of the holiday tournaments, then you can check out our website, fbmradio.com click on that and you can click on a local sports tab and click on those local sports results and we'll have them for you up on the website and uh, of course can't forget that uh, Dietrich holiday tournament going on uh, ATC teams are there we also got the FEM topless Christmas classic tipping off we got a Charleston holiday tournament going on which is two straws at the uh, Tri-County holiday tournament it is a very uh, busy time of year to uh, close out uh, 2022, and Altamont uh, trying to build off that impressive win uh, from uh, a night ago as uh, they will be taking on uh, Johnson City here this evening. And uh, like I said, the winner will go on uh, to uh, the uh, semifinals tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, and the loser will be at 6.30 tomorrow night. Wherever the Altamont Indians will be, We will be uh, there uh, broadcasting right here on uh, Jack FM.
So both teams out warming out there on the uh, floor about a few minutes away from uh, getting this one underway. As Altamont really was impressive. They turned a lot of heads coming in uh, to the game last night. I saw that Waltonville and Johnson City were both here watching the game before, and uh, their draws almost dropped with how efficient that Altamont was on the offensive end, and uh, they impressed a lot of people here, I know, for sure. And uh, we'll see what they can do in a follow-up performance here tonight against Johnson City. It's Indians versus the Indians, and we will step away for the national anthem, and we'll return with a starting lineup and the beginning of this contest between the Altamont Indians and the Johnson City Indians. So we'll be back after the national anthem. Of course, the national anthem brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. So we'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball, Jack FM. to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to uh, Cesar Valier High School, 41st annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. It's Altamont versus Johnston City. And here's the starting lineup. First of all, the visiting Johnston City Indians. They'll start number one, Isaiah Watson. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 12, A.J. Butler. He's a 6'1 junior. Number 15, uh, Connor Mowry. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 34, Lay Toxworth is a 6'8 senior. And number 45, Logan Hunter is a 6'4 senior. As for the Altamont Indians, uh, they will run out with their starting five of number two, Jared Hammer, 5'11 senior. Number 10, Wyatt Phillips, a 6'4 senior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse, a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson, a 6'3 senior. And number 33, Kenan Earhart, a 6'4 junior there. So Altamont in their home white uniforms with a black Numbers and letters and orange trim. And Johnson City are going with the black uniforms with red and numbers and a white trim. So it should be a good one here in the quarterfinals. He goes to the semis tomorrow night, and it looks like it'll be Mason Robinson jumping it up against Hawksworth here at half court against Hawksworth. 6-8 here against Mason Robinson. 6-3. So we know Mason has some hops, so we'll see 
who wins this one, and uh, we will be underway here in the uh, quarterfinals here in uh, Setzer, and it's going to be Hawksworth winning the tip-off, so Johnson City will start off with the basketball. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial here to begin uh, this game, and Altamont will start off in a man-to-man defense, as uh, that is Hunter with the ball at the top of the circle. Now he passes over there to uh, Butler on the right side, now over to Mowry in between the circles here uh, close to the timeline, and he gets it over there to... That was Hawksworth. And it'll be over to uh, Fort, actually. And uh, Fort has it at the right wing. And Yarhouse is right in his face. And he's going to have to just throw it away. And Hawksworth just jumps up and grabs it. He's at a 6 8 frame. A little bit of a low pass there for a Butler. He's trying to get around a defender. And Phillips going to tie him up. Nope, they're going to call a foul on Wyatt trying to get the tie-up with uh, Mowry there. So check that Isaiah Watson uh, is not the uh, fifth starter is Keaton Fort, 6'5", a junior. And it's going to be Hunter in downing, and he gets it in to uh, Butler. As uh, Butler now picks up the dribble. Now they go over the corner to Mowry. Mowry will drive the baseline, and he lost it. Almost dribbled it out of bounds, and he throws up a shot. No, but Wyatt Phillips there for the rebound. Mowry almost knocked it away, and Osma going right to left on your radio dial. And Robinson's going to have it blocked from behind by Mowry, and it's going to go out of bounds. It stays right here with Altamont. As Mason didn't feel Mowry there coming from behind, as it was luckily to stay right here with Altamont. Hammer will inbound it underneath the basket. They get into Robinson now to Yarhouse for a three, and they're going to call an illegal screen on Altamont. And I think that's going to go on Wyatt. And that is, so that's going to pick up his second early foul and the second team foul on Altamont. No score yet. Here's 649, just underway here in this contest. As it's Hawksworth driving in the lane, putting up the shot off the glass and in for a late Hawksworth. And it's two to nothing. As Mason Robinson gets it across that court, he goes all the way off the glass and in. Went right around Hunter and laid it in. And we're tied at two. It will be Mowry bringing up the timeline. Picked up by Phillips. Now they'll pass it over there to Fort. A swing on the perimeter here to Mowry. He'll drive on Phillips, and he's got to be careful. He already has two fouls because of the shot. No. Fort tipped it out, and it's going out of bounds to Altamont. First substitution will come in as Logan Cornett will come in, and Wyatt Phillips will have to take a seat with those two early fouls. Twos are wild here. Two team fouls on Altamont and two fouls for Phillips, and we're all tied at two. And there's going to be a, a foul there on number 12, on number two. <laughs> and uh, so it'll be the uh, first foul on A.J. Butler and uh, Johnson City's first team foul as well. And coming up on six minutes to go here in the opening quarter, and Hammer will walk it across the timeline here as Altamont trying to go into a set. And it'll be a Yarhouse in the left corner. Cross-court pass to Cornette, and it was a little bit too hot to handle, and it was also a little bit too high, and it's going to go out of bounds. A turnover there by Altamont. Johnson City will take over. First to turnover there for Altamont in the game, as Mowry will bring up the floor, guarded by a Cornette. And it's going to be a pass over there to Hunter, just inside the arc, and a long two-pointer is good for Logan Hunter. And it's 4-2 to two, Johnson City. 5.35 to go in the first quarter. Yarhouse over to Robinson. 
Robinson now over to Hamer. Hamer is here at the volleyball line. And they go to Earhart. Earhart back out the Earhart. Earhart with a fake mid-range jumper. Can't get it to fall. And Cornette's going to fight for the rebound, though, and get it back for Altamont. And, and now Robinson with a little head fake, and he goes inside the paint. Jumper good. Mid-range jumper for Mason. And he's got four, all four for Altamont. We're tied at four. We're about five minutes to go in the first. It's Butler. He had the ball across to the court, being picked up by Hamer. Over on the left side to Hawksworth. Hawksworth looking to drive on the left wing. Trying to work against Robinson. Puts up the mid-range jumper. Can't get it to fall. Contested all the way there by Robinson, and he gets the rebound. Fires it over to Hamer. Hamer hands it back off to Robinson. Robinson with a little head fake. He drives inside. He gets three defenders, and he puts up the shot. They're going to call an offensive foul on Robinson. He gets three guys trying to force his way up there, and Mason gets called for the offensive foul. And so a Robinson will get with his first team third. Earhart will take a seat. Dylan Elam will come in, and Jared Hammer sits, and Eric Coleman will be in. So we're all tied here at 4. 4.40 to go in the opening quarter. As it's going to be a Butler being across the timeline. It picked up by Cornette. As Butler has them between the circles, now over to Mowry. Now we're here right side, and now over to Hawksworth. Now Hunter's going to try a three in the corner. In and out, no good. And the loose ball goes to Fort for Johnson City. Hawksworth with a spin around in the lane, and he puts up their shot, and it's going to be no, but he is going to be fouled. So Leif Hawksworth are going to line for two shots. That's going to go on Logan, his first team fourth. So fouls really starting to pile up here for Altamont. Actually, you're going to say it was on the floor, actually. So, that's a break for Altamont. And they get it in, and they get it into a Mowry. Mowry took a shot to the face, but he got it back down. Fort, a little bit of high pass, gets it back to Mowry. Mowry right side, looking to go up against Cornette. Pushes off a little bit, gets away with it. Now they go over to Hunter. And it's going to be tipped and still fighting for it. Hunter saves it, and it's right into the arms of Fort. Swings it over to Butler for three. Good. Wild sequence there. It's A.J. Butler hitting the three. It's 7-4 Johnson City. Going down low with two Coleman. Coleman spinner on jumper. Good. Count the basket. And the foul. Very Coleman. And they just dumped it down low to uh, Coleman, and he finished the hoop and the harm, and he'll go to line for the old-fashioned three-point play. That's going to go on Logan Hunter, his first, team second. Kaden Miller comes in, and Dylan Elam will... Or actually, no, it's Cornette. And so uh, Eric will be at the line, try to tie this one up here. And Coleman's foul shot is up and good. So we are tied. So Eric's got a three here in the early going. And Mowry has the ball. And he's going to be picked up all the way by Elam, all the way up the floor. It's free a little bit over to Hawksworth. Hawksworth tries to find Fort, and he passes back out to Hunter. Now back to Fort, fires over to Mowry, shot for a three. Can't get it to fall. Rebound, it goes to Butler. And they're going to say it was off of Butler, so it's going to be out of bounds to Altamont. Second chance opportunities are there for Johnson City. Haven't capitalized on a couple of them. And it's going to be Elam bringing up the floor, crossing the timeline of four Altamont. 3.20 to go in the opening quarter. It goes to a Yarhouse. The Yarhouse with a couple of screens. He goes over to Miller in the corner for three. It was an air ball and rebounded by Butler. 
And Butler will slow things down for Johnson City. They'll immediately be picked up by our house. Now over there to Hawksworth on the wing. Now over to Mowry. Mowry over to Hunter. Hunter hand off to Mowry. And Mowry trying to break free. Gets it over there. They'll swing it on the perimeter here to Butler. Our house trying to knock it away. Under three to go. In the first, and Butler driving all on our uh, house there, and he finally passes off to Hawksworth at the top of the key. Now Hawksworth drives, passes over in the corner, left side, uh, over to uh, Mowry. Mowry now will try to break free, and Mowry will fire over to Hunter. Now to Hawksworth underneath, and it's down, and one for Hawksworth. As I take a bounce off the back iron, and then it took a couple more bounces, and then it fell down. And so Hawksworth has got two, and he'll go to the line for the end one. Nine to seven. That foul went on Kata Miller, his first, team fifth. Coleman takes a seat. Yarhouse takes a seat. Cornette comes back in, and I believe so did Hamer. And it's Hawksworth at the free throw line. And the and one back iron, no good. Uh, but Fort with the offensive rebound. And Johnson City gets another opportunity here. Butler up off the glass and in for A.J. Butler. His second bucket. And it's 11-7, Johnson City. Cornette, he uh, was eyeing the basket and he traveled with it. And uh, so he should have just shot it as he went up. And then he thought about driving the baseline there. And that's going to be a turnover. Back to Johnson City. Coming up on two minutes to go in the opening quarter. Johnson City has the 11-7 advantage. Hawksworth drives baseline, tries to put up a shot, and it's going to be an offensive foul. Man, Hawksworth was really high in that dunk there, and he tried to, to uh, dunk it over there. I think he tried to dunk it over Cornette or Robinson. There were a couple of players down there. That's going to be the first foul on Hawksworth. Third team foul as well. Robinson takes the seat. Elam is back in, and Kaden Miller is back in as well. Sub in for Johnson City. Kaden Dover checks in, and there's another sub in as well. We got Nolan Causey, uh, 5'11 sophomore, checks in. Two minutes to go in the opening quarter. Johnson City has the four-point edge. It's Elam with the basketball. He has it here at the free throw line. Now he gives it over there to Hamer. Hammer will drive, and he's double-teamed. Back out to Cornette. Extra pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will look to drive. Now back out to Elam. Elam, no-look pass over to Hammer in the corner for three. Left it short. Miller with the offensive rebound. Up and in. Back in for Kaden Miller. It's 11-9. Kaden's been doing that the last few games, and he's gotten the put back there. 1.30 to go, and nearly knocked away by Cornette, but Mowry gets it back. Stops and pops from mid-range. No, Hammer with the board. Hammer up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse up, plays up and in, and we're tied on the fast break by Yarhouse. We're tied at 11. Minute 10 to go in the first. And so it'll be a Mowry walking across the timeline. And a Mowry will look to do something with it in between the circles. Johnson City trying to run an offensive set over there to Kazi. Kazi over to Hunter in between the circles down low. To Hawksworth back out. Shot for a three in the corner is good. Connor Mallory, he made four the other night. This is first one. 14 to 11. Cornette tries to answer with a three of his own. Can't do it. And the rebound goes to Mallory for Johnson City. Coming up on a 35 to go in the opening quarter. 
The last three are by Mowry. Gave Johnson City the three-point edge. He tiptoes the timeline there, and he's looking to drive. Little fake pass up off the glass and in for Mowry. Back-to-back buckets for him. It's 16 to 11. 18 seconds left. Osmond will probably hold for the final shot here. As Hamer will dribble out here on the volleyball line. And he'll get it over there to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a fake free throw line jumper. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Hawksworth. Two seconds left. He gives it up to Mowry. Mowry from beyond half court. And he doesn't make it. So after one quarter of play, it's Johnson City 16, Altamont 11. We'll be back in one minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and Jack event. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversation after and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Johnson City out toward Altamont in that quarter, 16-11 to to take the opening first quarter lead here as Altamont will try to regroup here in the second quarter. They had a 31-2 second quarter yesterday, but Earhart drives and there's going to be a travel before Earhart can go to the rim. And so that's going to be the first turnover, the third turnover of the game for Altamont. I knew that today wasn't going to be as easy as the first-round game. I watched Job City in the first half of yesterday's game. They were pretty impressive. As they go Dover with a basketball here, he drives, gets it knocked away by Hammer, and it's finally stolen away. So Johnson City's first turnover. They over to a Phillips who checked back in. Phillips on the right side, over to a Robinson. They'll swing it here on the perimeter to Hammer. Hammer will drive, and he hands back off to a Phillips. Phillips now with a short little handoff to Yara House with a little head fake, and he goes up and passes on the corner to Robinson. He'll drive baseline, and they're going to say he is fouled. Not sure if he stepped out or fouled, and he was fouled. Uh, it's going to be the fourth team foul on Johnson City, and woo, that's a big one on Hawksworth. That's his second. He's going to have to sub out. And Logan Hunter will come back into the game. Hammer gets it into Robinson. It's up and in. Mason's got six, and it's 16 to 13. Altamont trails here by three. And it's going to be Hunter. That's Dover, excuse me, getting the ball across half court. It's over there to Butler, left side, and it's almost picked off by Phillips. And uh, Johnson City regains the basketball here, and over to Hunter. Hunter had it knocked away by Phillips from behind, but right in the hands of Butler. So Phillips got his hand on it a couple of times, but Altamont just can't regain possession. And it's going to be a stop and pop. No good by Johnson City and Earhart with the rebound. 
Robinson looking to push. Over to Hamer. Cross court to Yarhouse. Over the corner to Phillips for three. Yes! We're tied. Three-pointer for Wyatt Phillips. And it's 16-all. 6.20 to go in the second quarter. Yarhouse trying to poke it away here from Butler in the backcourt. But Butler keeps the dribble. Now over to Hunter in the corner. Now they go over to Butler. Butler back over there to Dover. And it's going to be almost picked off by Hammer, and it's going to be a last touch by Causey. And so that's going to be a turnover there for Johnson City. Their second in this quarter. They had a clean first quarter. Hammer will take his seat, and Dylan Elam will check back in. And we also have another sub, Keaton Fort. will check in uh, for Isaiah Watson. Just checked in in the quarter timeout. So, uh, Altman will take their first lead of the game here on this possession. And they get over to Elam. Elam with a nice little finger roll. No good. And it's rebounded by Johnson City. And they're looking to run here. It's over to Mowry in the corner for a three. Can't find it. And Robinson battles for the rebound, and he gets it. Robinson pushes up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse lays up. Bet it in one. Avery Yarhouse. On the feed from Robinson, finishes the end one. Got him on the head, and so Avery will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. That's going to be the fifth team foul and the second one on A.J. Butler for Johnson City, and Altamont has the lead for the first time today. Avery trying to finish the end one, and it's in and out. No good. And rebounded by Hunter for Johnson City, so it's a two-point lead for Altamont, 18-16. Their first lead of the game. 5.30 to go in the second quarter. And it's over to Mowry right side, and he lost it out. I would say it was off of Elam, so stay right here for Johnson City. Definitely point of attack is a go out right after Connor Mowry. So 26-point performance last game. You can't blame that, Smile. And they go inbound to two. Kazi. Kazi has here on the left side. Almost poked away by Wyatt, but regains the ball over to Butler. Butler on the elbow here. I'm going to do something with it. Trying to get one-on-one with the R-House. And he'll hand it back off to Mowry. Fires over to Hunter. Hunter on the high post. And he just turns around and shoots it. No good. Still tips it out. And it's to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. Scanning the defense. In the front court now. It's back off to Phillips. And we'll swing it around. And Yarhouse on the perimeter. He'll go inside. He goes up and under. And no good. Try to tip it back out. But it's rebounded there by Kazi. Kazi on the run. Tries to pass it to Fort, and it was passed right in the hands of Phillips. Another turnover there. Robinson looking to push, and he's going to stop and pop. It's good for Mason. He's got eight points, and also at least by four, 20 to 16. And Johnson City wants a timeout. Ber- Bernitsky, Coach Bernitsky for Johnson City takes a timeout. Altamont has the lead by four now, and I'll take a timeout as well. I'll be back in 30 seconds. Hey, listening up my Indian's basketball on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back in to Susser High School, 41st Annual Susser Valera Holiday Tournament. And Altamont going on a little bit of a run here. And they regain or take their first lead of the game here. And the Johnson City wants to talk about it as they saw their five-point lead evaporate. And we have some subs come in on the last time out. Eric Coleman checked back in for Altamont. Almost knocked it away, but Mowry goes the other way. Puts it up in the lane. Good for Connor Mowry. And it's 20 to 18. 420 to go in the second quarter. As Robinson with the basketball here at the volleyball line. Now gives it over to Phillips on the right side. Now Phillips looking to do something with it. And he gives it over to Cornette. Cornette with the ball. And now he'll fire it back over to Robinson. Robinson with a little head fake over to Elam. Elam at the free throw line. Now he'll drive inside. Puts up the shot. Can't get it to fall. I rebounded by Hunter. But Johnson City will look to tie it up. Or they could take the lead with a three here. And they'll go over to a Mowry. Mowry on the left wing. They're going to do something with over to a Ford in between the circles. They'll get it over there, and they'll pass it in the post to Hunter. Hunter back out to a Butler. Butler trying to drive, and now back it back out. And he'll try for a handoff, and it's stolen away by Cornette. Cornette trying to finish the other way. Lays it up. Yes, count the basket. And the foul for Logan Cornette. He goes to the line for the old-fashioned three. As Logan Cornette finished the steal and got the layup and got fouled as well. And that's going to be the fifth team foul on Johnson City and the first one on Nolan Causey. And Eric Coleman will take a seat, and Kata Miller will check back in. And also, the big fella, 6'8", Elise Hawksworth, will come back in as well. And so, Cornette will be at the line. 22-18, Osmond with the lead. Free throw up, and it's going to be a no, but there's a lane violation. Lane violation by Osmond. Logan didn't make it anyways, but it'll still be 22-18. 3.24 to go in the first half. As Hunter will get it in and gets into Mowry. Mowry looking to do something with it. Had it knocked away by Cornette, but Johnson City gets it back. Has on the left wing now over to Hunter. Hunter now to Hawksworth. Hawksworth trying to dump it down low in the post, and they fumble it out of bounds. So a turnover there for Johnson City. They had a clean first quarter, but now they have five turnovers in the second quarter. That's kind of allowed Altamont to take the lead. Elam will take a seat, and Yarhouse will come back in. Both by Johnson City's doing, and Altamont has amped up defensive pressure. And it'll be Hammer getting across the timeline. As Hammer will have it on the left side, he'll go over to Robinson, and Robinson will dive on the floor trying to save it from Hawksworth, and he does it. And they're going to say it was out of bounds off of Robinson. So it'll be on this side with Johnson City, and they'll take over here in the front court. And so Hunter will... Inbound in the deep corner on the far side of the gym. And Hunter trying for that lob for Hawksworth, but just too much on that uh, side there. And Hunter down low to Hawksworth. Off the glass and in. Actually, nope, that was Keaton Ford. And it's 22 to 20. 2.40 to go in the first half. As Hamer will have it out at the volleyball line. That's the way over there to a yard house. And they'll look it around here. And Hammer will drive, 
And now he picks it up. Now we're to Robinson on the top of the key. Robinson drives, goes to his left, spins around to his right, puts it up, and, and no good. And rebounded by Hunter. So Johnson City can tie the game again. And Mowry will get it across the timeline and gets the screen up from Hunter. Mowry three-pointer, no good, and rebounded by Robinson. And there's going to be a uh, poked in by uh, Hawksworth, and he's going to be smarter than that. As that's going to be a third foul, and, that's just, and I think that's kind of what Coach Krasinski is saying. That was a silly foul there. They're going to have to get him out of there, and that's also going to put him in the bonus as well. Or put Altamont in the bonus, I'd say, and Robinson will come in. So Isaiah Watson will have to come in for uh, Hawksworth, and Krasinski also giving him a, a word and telling him about that last foul. And so Robinson will be at the line for the annual or for the uh, one and one. Robinson free throw off back iron, no good, and a fort with the rebound. But still twenty two to twenty, under two to go here in the first half. As uh, that's going to be Butler with that. As to the top now over to Watson. Watson now to Hunter. Hunter swings over to Butler. Butler with the ball fake. He'll drive. And he'll try to back down, hammer back out to Hunter for three, straight on, can't get it to fall, and Yarhouse with the rebound. Yarhouse looking to run with it, gets it into the front court, and he'll stop and hand it back off to Hammer. They'll swing it on the perimeter here. Robinson gets a screen from Earhart, straight on three for Mason, good! Three-pointer for Mason Robinson, he's in the double figures. He's got 11, and it's 25 to 20, Altamont. Minute 15 to go. And it's going to be Butler. Butler getting over there to Watson. Watson ramping up the pressure. As Watson has it on the right side, he dribbles inside. Little ball fake, and he tries to go around. Yarhouse just puts it up and in. Whereas they don't want one of those shots where you're like, no. And then, yes, he made it. 25-22. Robinson the other way. Has it blocked, and there's going to be a foul on Johnston City. Mason trying to catch the defense napping a little bit, and Mason's going to go to the line here for another free throw. That's going to be Maury's first team eight for Johnson City with 51.7 left. And Robinson, I think, will be in the act of shooting, so he'll be two free throws no matter what. Free throw, up and in. It doesn't matter. He'll get the second one anyway. As some of the players were ready to rebound in case it was the one-on-one. And uh, so Akita Miller will come in, and Jared Hammer will take a seat. The Elam came in as well. And so Robinson made the first free throw. Four-point lead for Altamont. Second free throw on the way is also good. He's got 13. And it's 27-22 Altamont. 49 seconds left in the first half. And it's going to be Lowry. Lowry looking to drive, stops and pops. It's good. For Connor Lowry. And it's 27-24. 38 seconds left. Robinson has it here on the right wing. Now over to Earhart. Earhart will drive. He'll spin around. Gets the defender up in the air. Good. Nice move by Earhart. He hit himself free. And he got the two-point basket. 29-24 with 20 seconds left in the first half. Nice post move there. And uh, it'll be Mowry having up top. Ten seconds left. 
Now right at the top of the key is over there to Butler on the right wing. Now I got seven seconds left. Lowry gets over to Watson. Two seconds left. Watson is going to put up a shot. It's no good from Watson for three. And so at halftime, it's going to be 29-24. Altamont coming back, having a nice second quarter there and taking the lead and holding on to the lead there in that first half. So it's Altamont 29, Johnson City 24, and it's a battle of the Indians. He will go to the semifinals tomorrow evening. And so I'll be back. I'll calculate the uh, point totals, and I'll try to track down the score, too. There's plenty of games going on around the area, so I know I'll find a score somewhere, and I'll uh, get you up to date with this tournament as well and what's going on in Mattoon as well. So uh, step away here at the half. Altamont 29, Johnson City 24. And I'll be back in a few moments for the halftime report. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FN. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. 
The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to uh, Cesar Valier High School, the 41st annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament battle for uh, the uh, right to go to the semifinals. They call that the quarterfinals, Travis, as it's Altamont, 29-24, a nice second quarter there by Altamont has uh, taken the lead here after being down by five in the opening minutes of action. So uh, Altamont really uh, played uh, some uh, clean basketball there, really for the entire half as well. You know, three, only three turnovers. They have left some points out there on the board uh, from the free throw line. And also they have given up a few offensive rebounds as well. I'm sure they'll look to clean up here in the uh, second half. But really the turnout of that uh, quarter was the turnovers for Johnson City as uh, the defense has just been relentless here tonight out here on the perimeter. You have Wyatt Phillips all over the place. You have Yarhouse as well. You have Cornette as well and Robinson as well down low with uh, Lace Hawksworth, who's a six-eight senior. And he has been, uh, you know, stymied there in the second quarter. He didn't have to play very much because he picked up two early fouls and then he also picked up a third one there in the second quarter as well, so he had to sit down, and so I knew that that was going to come into a play, and that was going to come into a factor here tonight, and one of the keys of that first half was that foul trouble for Hawksworth as Johnson City kind of played it differently after he had to sit down on the bench, and now he's going to have to be careful in the second half to uh, play without fouling there, and you know, it's tough for a big like that, 6-8, but a post player like that, so uh, we'll see what happens there in uh, that category there. As uh, Let's get some offensive numbers here for Altamont as uh, they're led in uh, scoring by uh, Mason Robinson. He has 13, and nine of those came in the uh, second quarter alone there. And uh, it will be 13 uh, points for Mason. We also have uh, Avery Arhouse with a four. We have Eric Coleman with a three. Wyatt Phillips with three points as well. Avery Yarhouse with four. Owen Cornett with two. Kenan Earhart with two. And Kata Miller with two points as well. For Johnson City, Connor Mowry, they have nine points. They also have uh, Lee Hawksworth with four. Isaiah Watson with two. And we also have Keaton Ford with two. And Logan Hunter with two points as well. As Altamont had quarters of 11 and 18 for their 29. And Johnson City had quarters of 16 and 8 for their 24. And I'll step away here on the halftime report, and I'll continue here trying to track down some scores from around the area, the local holiday tournament. And I'll be back in a few minutes here listening to my Indians basketball on Jack FN. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. 
You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Cesar Valier High School, 41st annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. Take a look at some other scores from around the area, and let's get you some scores here from the Cesar Tournament and recap the day so far. Action has been going on since 9 a.m. this morning as it started off with the uh, Thompsonville victory over Compton, 53-50 to in the consolation bracket. We're on the championship side is Goreville advancing to the semis as uh, they uh, beat Redbud, 60-51. to And also in the consolation bracket is Marissa Coulterville over Christopher, 48-28. Uh, no, that was 41-28. to And uh, we had, or that was over Ziggler Royalton. I'll get it right here soon, folks, as I'm looking at one half of the bracket here. And it was Sparta over Christopher, 70-63. to And also the game before this one was Waltonville over Century, 74-35. to And uh, the game following this one will be Alvarado taking on Cesar. And uh, then uh, the uh, winner in the nightcap of DeCoin and New Athens will take on the winner of this one in the semifinals tomorrow evening at 8 o'clock. Loser goes to the 6.30 game. And no matter what, where Altamont is, we'll have it for you here on Jack FM. And we also had some other scores from around the area. I do know that Altamont did lose in both of their girls' games in the Mattoon holiday tournament and see a final score. I do know that they fell to Muhammad and also fell to Mattoon earlier today. So we'll see how that shakes out tomorrow. As they got a couple more games, three more games there in the Mattoon holiday tournament as we have uh, only at 11.30 tomorrow right here on a Jack and the Mattoon Holiday Tournament. All right. Here at half, it is Altamont with the lead at 29-24. Johnson City will have the basketball to begin the game. They'll switch ends as they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here for this third quarter. And it's going to be immediately thrown away and picked off a little bit of a high pass. So five turnovers in that second quarter for Johnson City. And uh, Johnson City starts off with one here. So Altamont will be going left to right on your radio dial this half as it's going to be your house. Dribbling it over there to Robinson for three. It's good. Robinson with 16. He's got 32 to 24 Altamont with the lead by eight. Just how you want to start the second half for Altamont. That is Hunter with the basketball. He'll hand it off to Fort, and he traveled with it. And so immediately back-to-back possessions for Johnson City. They turn it over here. High pass, and that was just a uh, travel. And uh, so, Altamont will get the ball back, and they could push it to double digits here. Biggest lead of the night. Hammer, we get it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for a three. It is no good. Battle for the rebound. Goes to Hawksworth for Johnson City. He'll look around, and he'll pass it up to uh, Butler. Butler gets it across half court. Trouble on the left side. He's free, and he goes all the way to the hole, up and in for Butler. 
He's got seven, and it's 32-26. Robinson gets up the court. 6.50 to go here in the third. Hammer backs down on Butler. Hands off to Phillips. Phillips trying for the three. Can't get it to fall. Are you about to buy four for Johnson City? Phillips had to shoot it over the big six. Eight Hawksworth. And to Mowry. Mowry get it across half court over to a Butler here on the left side. Now over to Hunter. Just inside the arc. Long two again for Logan Hunter. His fourth point is 32-28. And it's going to be a Yarhouse. Over there to Hamer. Hamer on to the left wing. I'll give it back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will head take. He'll drive against three defenders, and he'll think better of it. Back it back out. Yarhouse back over to Hamer. Coming up on six minutes to go in the third. And Hamer will go to Earhart. And it's a free throw line jumper. No good. Just rolled off the rim and rebounded by Butler there. And Mowry will get it across the timeline. Back-to-back turnovers will start for John City, but they're going on a little bit of a run here to get back in it. And it's going to be Mowry having the ball over to Hunter on the right wing. Pass down low to Ford. Out to Butler. Shot for three is good. Three-pointer for A.J. Butler. He's got 10, and it's a one-point game, 32-31. And so all of a sudden, Johnson City back in it here. And they'll go over to Phillips. And it's a 7-0 run right now. And it's going to be Yarhouse over to Robinson on the left side. Robinson stops and pops. Contested jumper in and out. No good. Earhart fights for the rebound. And he gets it. He tries to muscle it back up. Up and in for Earhart. His second bucket. He's got four. It's 34-31. Leads back to three for Altamont. Under five to go here in the third. Hodges Mowry getting across the timeline. It's over there. To Hawksworth, over to Butler, backdoor cut was denied and stolen away, knocked away by Earhart in the hands of Phillips. Now it's going to be Phillips with a trailer for three, can't get it to fall, that would have been a big one, and a three-bounder by Hawksworth. And uh, both threes by Yarhouse and uh, Phillips would have brought the bench down for sure. Big threes weren't falling there, and it's going to be picked off, cross-court pass, picked off by Phillips. Phillips going the other way. Hands it off to Robinson. Up and in for Mason. He's got 18. And it's 36-31. Leads back to five. So all of a sudden it was a one-point game. Now it's back up to five. Hunter down low to Fort. Fort puts it up and in. And deep in the post. He's got four. 36-33. And they're going to call a violation on Robinson. The travel maybe? I was taking a put down the points and... It's a turnover by Robinson. He doesn't know what's going on. I didn't see it either. And so maybe he stepped on the end line from taking it out. Either way, Hammer and Phillips will take a seat. Elam and Cornette will check in. And uh, so Judge Neighbor wants an explanation on that. And so it'll be Johnson City basketball. Whatever Alcamana did, Coach Neary doesn't agree with it. That'll be Hunter getting in to Ford. Back to Hunter. Hunter puts up the shot. Up, no good. Tries to get the rebound. He goes back up with it. No, and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run the other way. Robinson gives off to Elam. Elam comes over to Cornette. Cornette, a little ball fake, gives it back to Elam. Elam tries to force a pass down low to Earhart, and it's picked off by Hunter. Hunter trips and falls, and gives it off to Hawksworth. 
and there's going to be a breach in there, and they're going to get Cornette with a foul from behind. And so that's the first foul of the second half. That's going to go on Logan Cornette, his second. Team first. Earhart will take a seat, and Eric Coleman will come in. And it's 36-33, 3.40 to go in the third, and Hunter will inbound underneath the basket. Have a little perspiration, possibly, where Hunter fell earlier. So we'll get that wiped up. Where's the towel boys here at this tournament? Referee's having to pull double duty. It's the towels, and that's off the floor. We'll hit uh, Coach Brinsky there. And so I think we're ready to go now after wiping up that. And then now it'll be Hunter hanging out underneath the basket. Hunter looking to get it in. And still no one moved. And it's going to be knocked away and stolen away. But I say it was out of bounds by Cornette. But it looked like Mowry was on the floor. And he last touched it. And they correct the call there. So, and uh, Mowry was completely out of bounds. And he touched it. They called it off Altamont, but the call was corrected. So, Johnson City, turnover, and Altamont will get the ball back. They're up by three, 3.30 to go in the third. And it's got over to Elam. Elam drives to the hole, puts up the shot. No, but he is fouled as he took it against two defenders. And um, Dylan Elam will go to the free throw line here. He's going to go on Butler, his third, a team first in this half. Dylan Elam at the line. Not in the score column as of yet. Looking for his first point here. Pretty good for Elam. 37-33. So Butler will have to take a seat with those three fouls. And uh, Nolan Kazi will come back in. And Hunter will take a seat. And Dover will also come back in. So Elam... Will be. Second shot is no good. And it's rebounded by Dover. The one for two of that trip for Dylan. And it's 37-33. And so it's going to be a Dover. Getting it over to Kazi. And it's going to be a uh, pass. It was tipped away, but it stays right out of bounds. So it stays right here with Johnson City. As Coleman will take a seat. And I think it was uh, Phillips who came back in. And it'll go to a Mallory. Mallory, three minutes to go. Four-point lead of four. Altamont. And it's going to be a fork. He's over there on the right side to Mallory. Mallory looking to do something with it. Now back it back out. Just throws it wildly to Kazi. Kazi drives. And he's looking to do something with it. Can't find anybody. Finally finds Fork. Or back out to Akazi. Now over there to Hawksworth. He'll drive baseline and they'll get over to Mowry. He'll step into a three and no, but he is fouled. He is fouled on the three point shot. So Connor Mowry will go to the free throw line for three. And they're going to call that on Avery on the closeout there. Most of the time when the foul shooters or three point shooters hit the deck like that, they'll get the foul and. Mallory will go to the line for three. First free throw is good. 
He's in the double figures. He's got 10. It's a three-point game, 37-34. They get two more. And so Maori, second free throw is also good. He's got 11. It's a two-point game, 37-35. Hammer and Kata Miller will check in, and Yarhouse and Cornette will take a seat. And Maori will be at the line for his third free throw, trying to go perfect. And he does just that, three for three there. Basically, like making the three-pointer. It's a one-point game, 37-36, 230 to go in the third. Elam will hand it off to Robinson, gets it back to Elam. Elam will go, drives with up the runner, gets it to fall for Dylan Elam. His third point, and it's 39-36. The lead's back to three. Run up on 2.15 to go in the third. As Mowry will just calmly walk it across the timeline. They get over there on the right side to Dover. Dover now between the circles to Kazi. Touch pass to Fort. Fort back over to Kazi. Fumbles the ball a little bit, but he maintains the dribble. Down low to Fort, up and in. Just turned around and find himself open. He's got six. And it's a one-point game again, 39-38. Robinson straight on three. Can't get it to fall. And there's going to be a, a foul underneath and a battle for the rebound. I think it's going to go on Altamont. And it is. It's going to go on Kata Miller. That's his second team third. And so it's going to be Miller. Kata Miller taking a seat. Kind of Nairhart checking back in. 147 to go in the third. Johnson City can retake the lead here for the first time in quite a while. They finally get it in to Hawksworth and they get it back to Dover. Dover gets it across the timeline and guarded closely by Phillips the whole way over to Kazi on the far side. And it's going to go over to Mowry and Mowry in between the circles. Is over there to a Fort. Fort gets it back to Mowry. Thought about the step back jumper, but says he's back to back out. And uh, Mowry will have it in between the circles. And it's a minute 15 to go. And it's going to go over there to Dover. Dover on the left side trying to do something with it. Gets over to Kazi. Now to Mowry on the right wing. It was denied from a shot. And he picked up his dribble. And he's going to try to fire it off of Elam. And it's going to go out of bounds. Stays right here with Johnson City. Mothering defense here for Altamont, trying to get that five-second call on Johnson City, but 56.8 left in the third. One-point lead, Altamont clinging to that one-point lead. They get in to uh, Mowry. Mowry is over there to uh, Dover on the left side. Now he's over to Fort. Fort down low, and they're going to give it to Hawksworth, and they're going to say he's in the act of shooting, and there's going to be a technical foul. And here's a technical foul on. And that's going to be on uh, Mason Robinson. And uh, that's going to be the fourth team foul as well. And I think they're going to get Mason with uh, foul as well. Or the technical foul as well, I think. And so either way, it'll be Connor Mowry at the free throw line for the technical free throws or the shot. And uh, Mowry, free throw, no good. And so uh, the uh, technical free throw, no good. 
And so it was a technical foul on Robinson, six-team foul. And so it'll be Mowry. Is good. They're on the second technical free throw. So just a common foul, I guess, not a shooting foul. And so it'll be the six-team foul on Altamont, and it'll also be a tie game, and Robinson wants to take a seat here. And uh, so Avery will have to come back in. 48 seconds left, and Josh City will have the ball on the technical free throw. And they get into a Maori. 39 all here, and it's going to be almost stolen away by Elam. That's going to be handed off there to a Butler. Butler back into the game as well. He's over to Hunter at the top of the key. Down low to Hawksworth. Hawksworth looking to do something with it. And he puts up the turnaround jumper, and he's going to be a travel. Travel on Hawksworth. And that's going to be the sixth turnover on Johnson City. couple of subs in. Hunter, Hawksworth, take a seat. And a Dover and a Kazi come back in. 30.2 left. And it's going to be 39 all. Hammer, well, slowly walking across the timeline. Over to Elam. Elam over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a runner. Can't get it to fall. And Earhart's with the rebound, and they're going to call a foul underneath. Actually, they took that last foul away from Altamont. So they have five team fouls. And that's going to be uh, the uh, second team foul on Johnson City, the first one on Caden Dover. Elam gets it over to uh, Yarhouse. we got 14 seconds left. Over to Phillips. Yarhouse back over to Elam with 10 seconds left. Elam troubles here up top. Now he gives it back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with five seconds left. Goes up and under in the paint. Good for Yarhouse. And he's got six. And Altamont regains the lead at the end of the third quarter. So after three is Altamont 41, Johnson City 39. And we'll be back in one minute for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Altamont and his basketball on Jack Evans. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, 41st Annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament as Altamont uh, clings to the lead of 41-39 to begin this final quarter. As Johnson City outscored him there, 15-12 in that third. Quickly underneath to Earhart. His shot was no good, but Yarhouse tracks down the rebound. Eric Hall, a jump ball, and alternate possession will go to Johnson City. Johnson City outscored Altamont there 15-12 there in that third quarter to get back into it, and they trailed 
by as many as eight points, but they clawed back in it. Had like a 7-0 run to get back in it and eventually tied it up. And Altamont regained the lead there at the very end. And Job City has possession of the basketball now. As Kazi has it on the far sideline, tipped by Earhart right in the end of four. Touch pass over to Hawksworth, and there's going to be a foul by Earhart. And uh, so, uh, late Hawksworth will go to the line. And it's going to be the 16th foul now on Altamont. And Leif Hawksworth at the line. One more will put Altamont in the bonus. Or get John City in the bonus, I should say. As uh, Hawksworth made that free throw, he's got five points today. A little bit of foul trouble there. They're sit out for a little bit. Picks up his fifth point. Hawksworth, second free throw on the way, and he can't tie the game. And rebounded by Robinson. So John City trails by one, 41-40. Our house. Swing it over to uh, Robinson. Robinson is Trina from Earhart. Now to Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to fall back iron. And rebounded by four. Mowry looking to run with it. Gives it back off to a Butler. Butler thought about stepping into the three, but thought better of it. And uh, he'll get it over in the corner there to a Fort. Four on the right wing is over to a Butler. Got City looking to take the lead. And it's going to be Mowry dumping it to a fort. Uh, that's Hawksworth. Hawksworth spin around against Robinson, puts up the shot. No, and rebounded by Earhart. Fires over to Robinson, and he tripped coming up the floor, and he's going to be a travel. That's uh, going to turn the ball back over to Johnson City as Robinson is just coming up the floor, looking to do something with it. Just kind of tripped on the floor there. Yarhouse will take a seat. And... I think it was Cornette who came into the game. It's Robinson, Earhart, Cornette, Elam, and Phillips out there on the floor as Robinson hit the deck and a little bit of a shoe issue. And they uh, retie the laces there. And so give Mason a little bit of time to get the uh, shoes corrected. There we go. Also shake it off there as Back to live action now as Johnson City will inbound. They get into a Bowery. Still, Altamont cleans that 41-40 lead. Over to Butler on the right side. Butler over there to Kazi. Kazi now. With the ball over to Mowry. Mowry on the left side. He'll spin around, drive baseline, puts up the shot. No good. Rebounded by Cornette. Quickly up to Phillips. Phillips the other way. One-on-one. Count the basket and the foul. Big and one there for Wyatt Phillips. And Altamont has the three-point lead now, 43-40, and Phillips will go to the line for the end one. And that's going to be the second foul on Nolan Cosby, and Phillips will be at the line for the end one. 43-40. And Phillips' free throw is good. He's got six. And it's 6.19 to go in the game, and Altamont has the lead by four. And Hunter will uh, come back into the game for Johnson City. So it looks like we all got all five starters out there for Johnson City as Butler causes uh, Phillips to stumble and fall. Hunter for three. It bounced in. And a lucky bounce there for Hunter for three, and it's a three-point game. Phillips tries to answer. Yes! What an answer there by Wyatt Phillips. 
He's got nine. And it's back to a four-point game. And it's going to be Mowry trying to get some offensive position and get over to Hawksworth. And Hawksworth lost it, and it's going to go out of bounds. And it's going to stay right here with Alcumar, or with John City, though, excuse me. And so Hunter will end on underneath the basket. Alcumar holding on to a 47-43 lead, 540 to go. And Hunter gets it in to a Butler. And it's going to be nearly stolen away by Cornette, but it's going to be thrown away into the corner. On a turnover there for Johnson City. So he was tiptoeing the uh, timeline there, and uh, Coach Bernitsky wants a timeout. And so Alcamon takes the lead, 47-43. Johnson City wants to talk about it. And 5.33 to go in the game. And I'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back here. You're listening to Alcamon East Basketball. Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the 41st Annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. Altamont with a lead of 47-43. 5.33 to go in in this one. And Avery Arnhouse will check it back in. It's Elam, Robinson, Phillips, Earhart, and the Arnhouse out there. And the starters out there for Johnson City, Hawksworth, Hunter, Sport, Mowry, and Butler. And so Altamont will inbound, trying to do something with it off the turnover there. As Elam will get over to Yarhouse, gets it back to Elam. Elam has it here at the top of the circle. Now he backs it back out closer to the timeline. And now he'll dribble inside, looking for some room, and he passes back out to Yarhouse. Arrows over to Robinson. Robinson. Over to Phillips. Phillips gets a screen from Yarhouse. Phillips hands back off to Robinson. Yarhouse with a screen. He's looking to drive. He spins around in the paint, and he's going to have to pass back out of it, and there's going to be a timeout by Coach Niebergi. And so Coach Niebergi takes that timeout, and I'll take a timeout as well. Altamont up four, 47-43, 4.54 to go. Be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont Needs Basketball, Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to Assessor Verlier High School as Elam will get it in to Robinson. He'll swing it over to Phillips. He thought about it at three. He got Hawksworth in the air, but pulled it back down. And so Robinson will get a screen from Earhart. Robinson goes inside, and it's going to be a, a, a travel by Robinson. There's going to be an offensive foul or travel, and they'll get Mason with a travel. Second turnover of the quarter for Altamont. Or else will take a seat. Cornette will come in. We got 4.41 to go. Altamont still up by four. And Hunter gets it in to Hawksworth. Hawksworth is over there to Butler. Butler gets it across half court. Butler has it over in the corner, and it's going to be poked away by Cornette, who's going to be out of bounds. Stays right here with Johnson City. Cornette trying to tip it away from Mallory. And so Hunter will inbound to the left of Johnson City's bench. They get over to Mallory, back to Hunter. Hunter thought about the three, but he gets it back up to a Butler on the left wing. Now he'll dribble more towards the center circle. Now over to Hunter. Cross-court pass to Mallory. Mallory down low to Hawksworth. Hawksworth trying to move inside. Gets position up and in for Hawksworth. And it's Robinson the other way. A step back. Nope. 47-45 is still the score after that last bucket by Hawksworth. Under four to go. Elam drives, throws up the shot, no good. And they're going to call an offensive foul on Elam. And so it's going to be the sixteen foul on Altamont and the first one on Elam. And so Johnson City will get the ball back. They trail 47-45. And it's going to be a, a tie-up jump ball. Cornette must have just got his fingertip on it. So tying up Mowry and they'll get all the possession error. They'll give it back to Altamont. And uh, Dylan Elam will uh, take a seat. And I believe uh, Yarhouse came back in. Going to be uh, Phillips looking to uh, take it out. And Phillips looking to get it in. Can't find someone. And he's going to have to get it in. And he's got a five-second call. Couldn't find anyone open. You knew that the uh, alarms were starting to go off. As you can just feel that in the inbounder there. Just the seconds seem to go by so quick. And it'll be a turnover to Johnson City. And it's going to be nearly turnover by Mowry. And it's going to be his. It's going to be thrown away. As Mowry trying to get it over to a fort as he was tripping and falling. And it's going to be out of bounds. So Johnson City turns it right back over. Altamont. Altamont says thank you. Altamont clinging to this 47. Dangerous pass there. Robinson gets it down. He runs it into the front court. Over two yards in the left corner. Now he'll dribble it back out to Robinson. We got 340 to go. Screened by Earhart. Robinson is off to Earhart. Earhart with a pump fake, and he's looking to drive inside, and he's going to be fouled as Hunter was right there to prevent the three, and they're going to get a foul on Johnson City. And that's going to be a second foul on Logan Hunter, team fourth, so they got a lot of fouls to play with. Fortunately, Altamont doesn't have that luxury as Johnson City will be in the bonus. And so Phillips will look to get about on the far sideline and gets it into Earhart, gets it right back to Phillips. 
And then Stoa gets a screen up from Cornette. Does Wyatt. No handoff to Yarhouse. Yarhouse gets a screen up from Earhart. Yarhouse trying to get it back to Earhart, but he gives it back to Cornette. Swing it over to Phillips. I'll swing it here on the perimeter. Cornette, a little handoff to a Robinson. Robinson, jumper, can't get the fall. It was short. Rebounded by Hunter. Went up on a three minutes to go. Johnson City looking to tie or take the lead here. As Hunter, backdoor pass to four, lays it up, and we're tied. Steve Sports, his eighth point. It's 47 all, 2.50 to go in the game. Dare I say regulation. In the quarterfinals of the championship bracket. Over to Darhouse. Darhouse is over to Phillips. Phillips looking to drive. Gets it back out to Robinson for three. Can't get it to fall. Took an extra bounce off the rim. Otherwise, White would have had it. And it's going to be a loose ball. And it's going to be a, a tie-up, a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow gives it to Johnson City. The man that took an extra bounce off the rim. Otherwise, Wyatt was right there. To grab it just wasn't anticipating that extra bounce. And Yarhouse will take a seat and Elam will come back in. So Johnson City will take over. 229 to go in regulation. We're all tied at 47. Hunter looks to get in. He gets it in to Hawksworth. Hawksworth gets over to Mowry. Mowry still has a year in the backcourt. And he finally gets it up to Hunter. A little bit of a high pass. He fumbles the ball with it. And they're going to get control back over to Hawksworth. Hawksworth now to a Butler on the left wing. Butler driving a pass to Hunter in the corner for three. It was short. Rebounded by Robinson. Quickly up to Cornette. Cornette layup. Good. Yes. For Logan Cornette. Big basket there. He's got four and out to my 49-47. And it's going to be turnaround jumper. It's going to be short by Mowry. Rebounded by Robinson. And Robinson will be... Have to slow it up. And a minute 40 to go in the game. And Coach Niebuhr is going to call a timeout. You can tell that Robinson wanted to fire it down the court again and just uh, tell him to just slow it down a little bit. So Altamont takes the full timeout, so I'll step away as well. Minute 41 to go. Altamont with a two-point lead. You're listening to Altamont and basketball. Jack FN. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, 41st Annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. We got an exciting one here in the quarterfinals as it's Altamont having the lead 49-47. As... Uh, Cornette made uh, the uh, biggest shot of the game so far to give Altamont the lead here. Minute 41 to go, and Altamont will also have possession of the ball. One thing that Johnson City does have in their favor is they've got a couple more fouls to play with before Altamont's in the bonus. They immediately throw it away. They're trying to get it to Robinson, and it was picked off by Mowry. So uh, Johnson City will take over. Fourth turnover of the quarter. 
for Altamont. That's going to be Butler. Over to Mowry. They're dumping down low to Hawksworth. Hawksworth, turnaround jumper. No, fighting for the rebound, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Hawksworth. Fighting with Robinson there. They've been battling all night. And they're going to get Hawksworth with their, his fourth foul. And so a minute 22 to go. Altamont will take over. And that's going to be the fifth team foul on Johnson City. And uh, they'll get it in to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will be fouled. So one more to play with there. And so that'll be the sixth team foul on Johnson City. And the fourth foul on Butler as well. So one more will give Altamont into the bonus. And Elam will get it into two. Robinson, he fumbled a little bit, but he got it back. Let's do Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Elam. A minute 20, or a minute 10 to go, and they'll get a foul there on a Mowry. And so Dylan Elam will, should be going to the line for the one-on-one. And that's going to be a Mowry in the second. So crucial free throw zero for Elam. And it's going to be Hunter coming back into the game. Yarhouse will take a seat. Cornette will come in. A minute eight to go. Elam will be at the line for one and one, and it's a two-point edge for Altamont. Altamont has left some free throws out on the table. Here, but we'll see if they can get in clutch time. Elam at the line. It's good. Three-point lead. Dylan's got four. That's a three-point lead for Altamont. Still a one-possession game. 50 to 47. Minute eight to go. Elam's second free throw is up, and it's also good. Clutch free throws there by Dylan, and it's 51-47. Four-point lead, two-possession lead, more importantly, as is Butler. And over there to Hunter on the right wing. And it's going to be over to Hawksworth. Hawksworth drives, spin around the lane, puts up the shot, good for Hawksworth. It's 51-49, 50 seconds left. Elam with the ball. And he tiptoes the sidelines there. Has no foul yet. Earhart with the ball. 40 seconds left. Over to Robinson. And Johnson City is going to try to foul him, but they can't do it. Robinson maintains the dribble over to Elam. And now, finally, they get a foul on Elam. And so we'll go to the free throw line here. Just made the clutch free throws earlier. Make it a two-possession game again. 30.5 left. That's going to be the third foul on Mowry. Elam's free throw is good. And with clutch free throws here in this fourth quarter, makes it a three-point game, 52-49. Elam with his second free throw. is short, no good, and rebounded by Hunter. So the one-possession game. There's going to be a foul, I believe, on Altamont. I think they've got Earhart trying to get the ball back there. So we'll walk the other way to shoot one-on-one free throws. That's the first foul on Kynan. Cornette will take a seat. Phillips came back in. So Hunter will be at the line for one-on-one. Johnson City trails by three here. 28.7 left. Hunter with the free throw up and good. So he gets another. Takes a two-point lead for Altamont. 52-50. 28.7 left. And so Hunter 
I'll be at the free throw line for his second one. He's got eight points today. Hunter, the second one is also good. Two for two there. And uh, Coach Gerdinski wants a timeout. 28.7 seconds left. Altamont will be inbounding, and they'll have the one-point lead. And I'll take a break as well. We'll be back in 30. Listen to Altamont Indians basketball on Jack FM. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here, 41st Successor Valier Holiday Tournament. And it is going to be an inbound here for Altamont. They're clinging to the one-point lead. And 28.7 seconds left. And Job City have to set up their defense. And Altamont, of course, will have to get the inbound. Both teams are in the one-on-one bonus, so free throws no matter what. Got to get it in here. Elam gets it in to Robinson. And Robinson dribbles it around. It's poked away, nearly stolen away, but Robinson gets over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with 20 seconds left. And here comes the double team, and it's going to be a, a timeout for Coach Nieberge. And it's going to be a, a full timeout, I believe, as Avery was in a little bit of trouble there. So Altamont takes the timeout. So 18.9 left. Altamont leads by one. Be back again in 30. Altamont needs basketball at Jack Evans. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 18.9 seconds left in the game. Altamont with a one-point lead and on the inbounds here. And uh, still one-on-one situation here as both teams have 18 fouls. So Elam will be the inbounder. And it's crucial to get in here. And so Elam... We'll look to get it in. The R-House and Phillips hit the deck. Over to a Robinson. Robinson has it, and they're going to get a foul there on a Mallory. And so Robinson will be at the line for a one-and-one. One. So Robinson, quiet in the fourth quarter. He'll go to the line. One-point lead, 15.5 left. One-and-one one situation, that foul. Went on a Butler. Or now that went on Mowry. His fourth. Team ninth. But Robinson at the line. Can make it a three-point game. Robinson's free throw is in. Bouncing and hit the glass and hit down. So 19 points. And it 
doesn't matter how pretty it looks. You know, all that matters is it went in. 53-51, Altamont with the lead. 15.5 left. Referee's wiping up a little bit of perspiration there again on the floor, and Robinson will be at the line for his second free throw. Made the first. Trying to make it a three-point game. Robinson, second free throw is good. Two free throws there for Mason. Three-point game, 54-51. 15.5 left. Butler has the basketball. He gets across the timeline. Butler over to Hunter. We got nine seconds left. Over to Hawksworth. Over to Butler. Butler, and they're going to get a timeout for Coach Brunitsky. And we got 5.4 left. So I'll just keep it right here. And it's a quick 30-second timeout anyways for Johnson City. So I'll stay right here. Fish, C4, 51, Altamont, three-point lead. Johnson City will be inbounding the basketball here. And again, one of those situations where what do you do about the foul situation up by three? Just listening on the way down here about another game that was going on and going through the same exact scenario at the end of the game up by three and uh, in the one-on-one bonus still. And now that that matters a little bit, obviously, but we'll see what Josh City draws up here as this game has been very exciting here in the quarterfinals. And we'll see what John City draws up here as they'll inbound there on the sidelines right in front of their bench. And the inbounder is going to be uh, Mowry. And we'll see what Altamont drew up defensively as well. Up by three. Here we go. Mowry will look to get in. They get into a Butler. Butler here with three seconds left. And he's going to have to put it up. And he just fires a basket. No good. And uh, so that's going to do it. As Altamont holds on. 54-51, and uh, they're on to the semifinal. And uh, so uh, one step away from a uh, holiday a championship, as looks like a couple of players were trying to signal for a timeout. As I'm not sure how many timeouts Coach Bernitsky and Johnson City had left, but they didn't get it granted. And uh, so that'll do it. Altman with the win. They improved to 8-3 and three on the season. And they advance to the semifinals here of the Sesser Holiday Tournament. And so I'll be back in a few moments to wrap this one up, get the final numbers, and catch up with Coach John Niebergy here. And so I'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Altman Indians basketball. Altman picks up the win by 3, 54-51, your final. And I'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Altman Indians basketball. Jack FN. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. 
with a refreshing and always delicious two liter of Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. We'll get back here to the 41st Successor Valier Holiday Tournament and Altamont comes away with the victory here of 54 51. And we're joined by Coach John Newbery here at the end of the game. As congratulations, Coach, on the win. And you did just enough. You, you held on there at the very end. Yeah, we, you know, the, we, we talked about it in the locker room. You survive in advance. That's why I like the kind of this tournament style. Um, you know, you might need, you might have to have some of those games. Um, I don't think we were. I think we did enough defensively. We didn't do anything great defensively tonight to get our transition going. Um, but we did just enough, like you said. Just offensively, we did just enough. And you, you came out and you trailed early on there in the first quarter. And then in the uh, first half, they started uh, turning over the basketball. And then you got the lead there and you got something going there, and something positive going in the locker room. And you ended up leading by five going into the, into the locker room after – uh, taking the lead there in the second quarter. Yeah, you know, we I think we beat them 18 days in the second quarter. Yeah. We were getting stopped. We were getting stopped. Mason was pushing. I mean, we were seeing, you know, Avery was getting out on the wing. Um, you know, when we get stopped, we're really good. We, we can run, and um, it uh, makes a world difference if we got to go against the set defense every time, uh, you know. And, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's our offense, maybe, but – I could run the best offense in the world. If you don't get stops, you're always going against, going against the set defense. So, uh, it, 
when we're, when we're playing our best is when we're causing. I just thought some of the 50-50 balls in the first quarter and yeah. even the second half we weren't getting, uh, and we got to get those. We we're not we're not that much overly talented at anybody not to get those 50-50 basketballs. Uh, yeah, and then in the, the third quarter, he kind of extended the lead out there. I think he got it up to eight points at one point, but then they went on a run, and they immediately cut it down to two of one. So, uh, you know, they're a good team uh, over there, but, uh, you know, it would have been uh, big if they could have got some of those uh, shots to go yep. uh, there at the, in the third quarter, I think, or the fourth quarter to get some maybe that double-digit lead going, but they just clawed back into it there. Yeah, we took some ill-advised shots uh, or ill-advised drives, so we were trying to work a little bit of clock, but um, you know, I, something about don't shoot the first shot that's available, and then we go in and get two charge calls or travel. Um, we got we to gotta understand time and clock. I don't ever want to slow it down and you know make them overthink, but uh, sometimes you got to play basketball and no time score. Uh, it, it, you know, it, their length hurt us, you know, on their defense, uh, yeah. you know, kind of clogged the middle up a little bit. Uh, so we had to make some shots. One of them wasn't the night for Avery, um, you know, shooting the basketball. We didn't shoot the basketball real well, but that's, that's a testament to this. So uh, you, we got to we gotta learn how to protect the lead at the end still. Uh, yeah. That's on me. That's on me. And, but I thought we did just enough to win, like you said. Right. Five in advance. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, he left some free throws out on the table early on, but then he came in in the clutch with Elam and uh, Robinson as well, hitting uh, the clutch ones down down the stretch. Yeah, so we put the ball in their hands. We want the ball in those guys' hands a little bit. Uh, two free throws, you know, him and, him, and you can add Avery in there and Wyatt in there. So, sure. you know, get our free throw team out there and make sure that we, you know, we, we don't work on it tremendously a lot in practice, but try to put pressure on ourselves every time we're shooting a free throw. And, um, I, you know, our free throws our free throws been pretty good this year, to be honest. Yeah. I thought we won some ball games with some free throws. And uh, now, like you said, uh, in this tournament-style format, you just uh, survive and advance uh, another night, and we knew that it wasn't going to be as yep. easy yep. as the first night oh, yeah, for sure. uh, there. And uh, you survived, and you advanced, and uh, you'll uh, try to do something in the uh, semifinals here. And uh, you'll take on the winner of the coin or New Athens coming up in uh, a little bit after uh, this uh, next one that's going to be uh, warming up here on the floor. So uh, you're uh, one step away from getting into the championship again. And I know that's something that we talked about before, wanting to accomplish and taking it. And uh, we stopped in the semifinals last year, I believe. Yep. And uh, so we'll try it out of tomorrow. Yeah, the, the year uh, 2000, when COVID hit, uh, Aiden Yarhouse and them in Denver and yeah. Noah Teasley, uh, Jared Coleman. We, I've, I think we had uh, an easy first game and then we had some really tough games uh, and it kind of prepared us. Uh, right. We went on, you know, we went on to re- win a regional that year. So, you know, we knew it wasn't going to be easy uh, second game. Uh, this, this team really scared me. Dusty Blake really scared me. And, you know, I don't know much about DuCoin. I know they're really, really, really athletic, kind of create havoc, so we're going to take care of the basketball and, um, and make sure we don't give them easy baskets. I, don't, and I haven't seen New Athens, so uh, we'll stick around and we'll, we'll see who we play you know, later tonight. Sure, yeah, and then I almost forgot about You keep mentioning the length of uh, Johnson City there. Uh, Robinson was the main guy that was uh, guarding the 6'7 uh, guy down low in the post, and they were battling 
whole night there. Yeah, he did a good job. He, you know, Mason needs to learn to play play defense before he catches it. it makes life a lot easier. You know, when a six seven kid gets it fifteen feet, it's hard to guard. Um, but I thought he did a good job. I thought he he, he was the low man. You know, he he he, he was squatting and, and, and made life tough for the kid. Uh, that's a good ball player though. Sure. All right, Coach. Well, congrats again on the win, and we'll talk to you again right, uh, tomorrow for the semifinals. And appreciate Coach for coming up here and joining us. And we'll definitely catch up with him uh, tomorrow. So semifinals for Altamont as uh, they will be in the eight o'clock game here on uh, Jack FM against the Coin or New Athens. But coming up here uh, very shortly is uh, Elvarado and uh, Sesser to uh, go in the uh, championship of bracket consolation finals so uh let's uh, get the uh, final numbers here and uh, we'll get out of here and get some other scores from around the area as well we do have those final scores from uh, the lady indians game uh it was mason robinson leading the way with uh, 20 points here next closest to double figures was wyatt phillips he had nine and we also had dylan neelan with some clutch free throws there at the very end three for four in the fourth quarter and he had six points in the game uh, we also had, let's see, Avery Arhouse had uh, six points as well. A couple players with four. We had Logan Cornette with four. Kind of Earhart with four points as well. Eric Coleman with three here tonight. All those came in the uh, first quarter. Kata Miller with uh, two points, and uh, that is it. As Hammer played, did not score. I think that is everybody there that uh, played for Altamont. For Johnson City, they were landed by Connor Mowry. He had 13 points. A.J. Butler, he had 10. He had Lace Hawksworth had 9 points. And also had Logan Hunter with 9 points as well. We had Keaton Fort with 8. And we have Isaiah Watson with 2 points. And Altamont with quarters of 11, 18, 12, and a 13 for their 54 points. Johnson City with 16 points, 8, 15, and a 12 the final quarter for their 51. So, again, final score, Altamont wins 54-51. They're out of the semifinals of the Sessor Holiday Tournament. So we'll be back here tomorrow evening at 8 o'clock. We're going to pass along a couple of scores from the Mattoon Holiday Tournament there. As we saw that Champaign Central beat St. Anthony earlier this morning in the first game of the day, 64-52. And also the Lady Indians fell twice. To Mattoon first, it was 48-35 was the final there, and they lost to Muhammad Seymour 49-26 there in Mattoon. They'll have another couple of cracks at it there in Mattoon. They got Olney coming up at 11:30 tomorrow, and we'll have that coverage for you here on Jack FM. In the second game of the night, not sure what time or who they will be playing yet due to the pool play results, but no matter where they are, I believe that game will be on W. CRA tomorrow, no matter uh, when Altamont plays. And, of course, yeah, Cumberland in the Vandalia Holiday Tournament as well. And then you got the Indians here at the Assessor Tournament at 8 o'clock against either the Coin or New Athens tomorrow evening for the semifinals. They will go to the championship on a Thursday. Stay tuned to the website, fmradio.com. Click on those local scores, and we'll have an up-to-date for you for the holiday uh, tournament scores from all around in the area. And uh, so we'll be back tomorrow afternoon for Lady Indians basketball against Olney in Mattoon. And we'll be back at 8 o'clock around there for Altamont Boys basketball. They take down Johnson City here tonight, 54-51 to advance. So 
Uh, thanks to Derek back at the uh, studio for Turn of the Dials, helping me get on and off the air tonight. And uh, this is Travis Sparks telling you have a great evening, everyone. And we'll be back for you tomorrow morning for Altamont Lady Indians of basketball. Until then, back to them playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great night, everybody. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.